I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ad Week Presents, where each week you hear from some of the most recognizable names in music, television, sports, and film to learn about their unique approach to marketing that have made them icons in the industry. On this week's episode, we travel back to last April's Convergent TV Summit once again for a conversation between Adweek's former editor-in-chief, Stephanie Paderick, Allison Page, global president of Magnolia, and this famed TV couple who in 2018 stepped back from the series that made them household names, but it wasn't long until the wacko-based couple announced they'd be returning with their very own network as part of a multi-platform joint venture with Discovery Inc., During the chat, they talk about the joint venture's journey, the obstacles and opportunities that come with launching a successful network, and how they prepared Magnolia Network's digital launch on Discovery Plus in July of 2021, followed by the linear rebrand of DIY Network in January 2022. So grab your hammer, nails, ladder, paint, and anything else you might need to fix up your house as Adweek presents Chip and Joanna Gaines. Hello, welcome everybody. I am so excited to bring our next three guests to the stage. Chip and Joanna Gaines are household names. They are also the chief creative officers of Magnolia Network and founders of Magnolia, a Waco, Texas uh, based company that they started together in 2003. For Chip and Joe, what started more than a decade ago as a tiny home decor shop has since grown into an expansive home lifestyle and media brand that includes Magnolia Market at the Silos, Magnolia Table, Silos Baking Company, Magnolia Press, and five New York Times bestsellers, not that anyone's counting, in addition to national brand partnerships with both Target and Anthropology, And in their free time, they produce a quarterly magazine called Magnolia Journal. Chip and Joanna, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank, thank you, you. Thank for you for having us. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you for having us. 
And Joanna, I have to say a happy belated birthday. I understand that you got to sleep until 11 a.m. And I'm very jealous about that. I don't remember the last time I got to sleep in that late. It felt really good. I'd like also to bring your partner in TV to the stage as well. Allison Page is the president of Magnolia Network, which is a joint venture between Discovery Inc. and Magnolia. We are gonna talk about that quite a lot today. Um, previously, she was president of HGTV and the Food Network, where uh, she played a major role in series such as Fixer Upper, you all may be fans of that one, Flipper Flop, Brother versus Brother. And also at Food Network, she developed primetime series for stars like Rachel Ray, Bobby Flay, Guy Fieri, and many more. So Allison, we're so happy to have your experience here today. Thanks for joining. Thank you for having me. So there is so much to talk about. Let's dive right in. You all have been gearing up for quite a while for the launch of Magnolia Network. I know it was originally planned right before the pandemic. The schedule has been delayed and we can get into that. But for starters, Chip and Joanna, I'd love to know why a network? What made you first interested in partnering with Discovery uh, to take this step with your brand? You know, when, when we were finished filming Fixer Upper, we took a year, year and a half off mm -hmm. and it allowed us to really dive back into the business and kind of reimagine things, but also really discover what are the things that we truly love doing. And one of the things that kept popping up was this idea of the magazine, getting to tell other people's stories and curating those themes and ideas and just getting to meet new people where it wasn't so much centered around us doing one show, but this idea of storytelling. And we met with David a few times and every time Mr. Zaslow, um, and anytime we would talk about the things that we were, you know, interested in, it kind of kept coming back to, well, what do you think about a network? And, you know, he'd say that. And I think we both were. <laughs> she, she and Mr. Zaslow are much closer because well, I refer to him as Mr. Zaslow. <laughs> But of course, I Joe call him calls him either David, <laughs> Uncle David, Davy. I've heard oh, Davy once or twice. I mean, it's very, very uh, different relationship than I've got. So in our conversations, I think when we would talk, he started, you know, talking about the dream of a network. And I think that was mm. something that got us really excited. You know, we were talking to several different <clears> people <throat> and the idea was really around one show idea centered around us. And I think what we were ready to kind of step out of was this idea of just us always being in the front. We didn't want to have to necessarily mm -hmm. say yes to that because we had just left it. So the idea of getting to tell other people's stories and tap into that was so, I think, intriguing. And that's how the conversation started. And now what, two or three years later, mm -hmm. um, it's been such an amazing ride. We've loved all the people we've gotten to meet, all the stories we're getting to tell, and we're getting this close to finally being there. So, And I will just interject one more thought. The other piece of the puzzle that we loved about the network idea that Mr. Zasloff presented to Joe and I was just the business side of it. And I would say that Joe and I were both very compelled towards and very drawn to the idea of owning a business as it related to television instead of being uh, on-air talent or the you know network talent, if you will. So the more he described it from that perspective, I think somehow he, he really uh, captivated our heart and our imagination as it related to uh, the Magnolia Network, which uh, obviously unfolded over uh, multiple conversations. Allison, I'd love to know your perspective of why this was a good match from Discovery's perspective. 
Discovery and David, who um, I call him DZ. So I guess we all have our we all have our different names. Um, just believe so deeply and always has in Chip and Joe, as have I. And I think despite the fact that, you know, what they were really interested in were telling other people's stories. And obviously the world's very interested in hearing their story as well. Um, but there was so much belief in them and their mission and their heart that even not knowing what piece of it would include them on camera, there was just a trust and a faith that they're going to do something cool and I want to do it with them. So let's see what we can make. And there was trust on both sides that we're going to get somewhere great, not knowing exactly what it would be when we first shook hands. So going back a year, I am at, I can only imagine how much work went into preparing to launch. I think you were, you were ready to release this, uh, you know, on linear um, last spring and then the pandemic hit. Chip and Joanna, how, what was that experience like and how did you pivot to make this still happen? I think, I think to be honest, we, we really got lucky through this process. And I, and I hate to refer to the pandemic in, in any way. So I hope this is taken obviously perfectly in context. But uh, I think the whole team, at least here in Waco, and then obviously the Discovery team, our counterpart, we, we felt like this was a pretty lofty goal to accomplish all the content requirements, to require, uh, to accomplish all the uh, on-air requirements from Joe and myself, um, and to accomplish that in the time period that we had uh, projected originally. So obviously as this pandemic uh, unfolded and we were all kind of learning on the fly, I think the whole world was, was determining a year, year and a half ago, what was and what wasn't. Well, as we realized that obviously this was going to change things for the near future, from at least our team on the ground in Waco, I felt that there was a little sense of relief because we didn't feel like uh, we we operate pretty well with a clock off in the distance. You know, you imagine the 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 NBA star or whomever, you know, with the clock in his mind and and trying we had to a countdown clock. Yeah, yeah, we had a countdown we, clock. We gave yeah. everyone anxiety, so we took it down. You know, and having to shoot the half court <laughs> shot with the buzzer, you know, just in time. And and I mean, we felt that pressure, and Joe and I really thrive under that pressure. But I will say, it felt a little bit like we were going to have to rush some things well, that we. Yeah. We were not thrilled yeah. to death about having to rush. And the fact that we had that little bit of extra time uh, because of the circumstances that, that that presented themselves for Joe and I, I think it it really I think I think honestly, if we had to say, I think our best work and our best opportunity and our best effort will be the release of this uh this beautiful child of ours here in the summer, uh, just a few months from now, as opposed to potentially feeling, yeah, the linear side of it, potentially feeling rushed yeah, had we ha had to have launched it um, uh, according to the original plan. So I was thankful personally that we were able to, 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 to have yeah. a few more. Uh, well, when you talk about months. linear and you're talking 24 hours of programming and <laughs> so much time to make that 24 hours, what we didn't want was it to be like, wait, what's new and what's old, what's yeah. acquired. We really wanted this to feel like the Magnolia Network. And the more we looked into it, the pandemic happened, production everywhere just got shut down, mm -hmm. um, the more we started evaluating our best foot forward is in the streaming world first, where mm -hmm. we can highlight 
And, but it's not this 24 hour kind of clock running. And so I think that shift happened kind of midway through, but it, it made the most sense. And now I can say come July 15th, we feel, we feel ready for it. Allison, jo Joanna mentioned sort of this shift to leading with digital, launching on digital first instead of linear, which, which sort of was a flip of what you originally planned. Has that digital first approach changed the way that you're thinking about and building the network? I really think of what we are doing and have from day one as platform agnostic. It was about tell great stories mm -hmm. and trust that if you do a good job at that, hopefully an audience will find you. And as Joanna just said, we really feel like we have to earn that name on the dial on linear. And that's about having enough hours. So our original plan was actually October of last year. And, you know, in March, we realized we have one or two episodes of, of 20 shows. We're fine for October that first day. A month later, are we going to still be airing that same episode just like <laughs> on a loop? Um, so it was really, but I think it starts with what kind of stories do we want to tell and not feeling like it has to be only in this place or only in this place, but really looking at where is the opportunity. We didn't know that Discovery Plus was going to be the opportunity that it became at the time that it became that. And so we wanted to kind of greet the world as a fully realized vision, but we had an opportunity a little bit early to give a sneak peek. And, you know, I thought it would just be a little, but um, I mean, Chip and Joe, I think they're as excited as anyone to just kind of get it out there. So, you know, I think if this is sort of an extended preview time, um, which has only given us more energy, I think, and excitement for what's to come. It seems like you've really had a chance to build anticipation. Um, I wonder, you know, on the production side, Chip and Joanna, how difficult is it to produce home improvement and cooking shows right now? Are there any special considerations you've had to make in order to pull it off? We've made all the considerations. Go ahead. Excuse no, me. yeah, I would say for both productions, mm -hmm. um, safety is our number one priority, um, protecting the crew. And so I would say all the protocols that we're consistently doing on a weekly basis. And I feel like we've, forever long we've been doing this, it's like we've all stayed safe sure. and we've had a lot of fun. We've kind of stayed in this little bubble, um, but definitely making sure that when anybody steps foot, whatever crew member that they feel like their safety is our priority over anything else. And so we've, we've just abided by that when we've gotten through it, we've finished so many houses during mm -hmm. it. So, you know, it's definitely, it complicates things because it's a whole other layer that you have to think through, but um, it's definitely doable. And I, I would say across the board with all of our shows, I'm just really proud of how um, everyone's handled just the production side. Mm. And I've been so proud of the team because, I mean, uh, given the fact that there are so many different points of view, even as it, as it relates to the pandemic or what to do about the pandemic or masks or vaccinations, mm -hmm. I mean, all of these things just have somehow fallen into these somewhat polarizing places and our crew I, I i hate to go off script here because i hope this is 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 either a not a, inappropriate or b out of context but there was a a, a a sort of an audio recording released not that long ago a few months back of tom cruise and he was on a set and he was kind of uh letting a few people have it in, in regards to them not taking it seriously and how many people's lives uh sorry livelihoods uh, were at stake and then 
theoretically lives that were potentially at stake. And I would just say from our experience, our crew has just been uh, above and beyond. Uh, uh, they have gone above and beyond in, in the sense of, of just taking this extremely seriously. People get tested on a, on a, a frequent basis. Everybody's always got masks. Nobody comes on set unless, unless all tested. these protocols yeah. have, have occurred. So I would say just from our limited experience, we have just been extremely grateful and very proud of the team at large because they have done an excellent job keeping Joe and I safe, keeping our family safe, keeping our friends and family safe. And then obviously it's important, all the people on these crews. And I mean, there's 20 here and 20 there. These numbers get fairly large pretty quickly. And for us to not have any cases or any outbreaks in that sense, we've been really, really proud of the way that they've uh, handled this situation. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. And you, um, you've announced a, a really strong and diverse slate of shows. I know just just four of them were released uh, just recently. Um, and for one example, you have a show with a man named Eduardo Garcia. Um, who who had an accident, lost his arm, and rebuilt his life as a chef. And I read that you discovered him by reading an article about him a few years ago, uh, before this network was maybe even you know a thought. And you stalked him on Instagram, and now he's on the show. So I inquiring minds want to know how are you spotting talent? Um, how do you get discovered by Chip and Joe? Our, our formula has been easy so far. We've got a, a sort of an internal saying that we're, we use sort of tongue in cheek, but we're like, if, uh, if people don't want to be on television, they're the people we're looking for. And, uh, 
I mean, we, we, we stalk people, we reach out to people through, well, stock, Instagram stock, appropriately stock, yeah, uh, people, and uh, we reach out to people. Lots of uh, people have got their eyes and ears open, and the one thing we found ourselves to be very fortunate about is that I think because of Joe and I's reputation and the brand that that stands behind the Magnolia, you know, letters in the alphabet, I think people are drawn to us. And I think for some reason, the right people have attached or uh, contacted us, or we've reached out to the right people to the contrary. But um, I would say that that if there was a formula, the formula would look something like um, just just not not desperate need to be on television seems to be a good yeah, fit. And it's for a us. lot of the people that we've known even before the network was even it's people we've connected with, whether that be on the magazine mm. or through social media, yeah. that we've been so intrigued by what they're doing with their life. Whether or Clint Hart yeah. that preceded this yes. whole thing with our fixer upper yeah. experience. So yeah. I think it's just when you watch people do something they're passionate about and they're just doing it because they're passionate, it's not for any other reason. It's just so inspiring to watch. And so I just know in the beginning, it was like, okay, everybody we're inspired by go. And then let's just call them. <laughs> hey, do you want to do show? That's kind of how it started. And Allison, I mean, you have a track track record of working with amazing talent. Um, is there any secret sauce that you have to share? Um, I don't think I have any secret sauce. I think I'm really, really fortunate. Um, and I, what I would say about Chip and Joe in particular is, I think of them as partners. And from day one, when our relationship was, what Chip was talking about, that network talent thing. Um, what struck me from the beginning was how um, they knew who they were and they didn't want a hundred endorsements. They didn't want to do a show in 50 different States. If what they were doing was of interest to the network and to the world, then they were interested in sharing that, but they, but they were going to be true to each other and themselves and the commitment to their family. And so if both could coexist, um, then great. And so that clarity, um, there was just from day one, they're truly the same people. And so I felt like on day one, I was walking into a partnership and it was what's important to you and what's important to you. And is there something cool that we could do together? I love that. And that, that seems to dovetail with what Chip and Joe are saying they're looking for and in, in others to bring onto the network, sort of bringing that DNA throughout. I want to mention too, that you are not just releasing um, a network, but that you are releasing a Magnolia app. It's called Magnolia and um, you're calling it an immersive digital brand. So even app is somewhat limiting. It's, it's an immersive experience. What can we expect from the app experience? What is that going to be like? You want to yeah. talk? You want me to go? You want to go? <laughs> I know that there was somebody I, in our uh, in our uh, closet the other day installing GoPro. No, so I don't know exactly how stop. immersive this is no. going to end up being, but this is going to be a a very so a very you will, weird experience. You can read, shop, watch. Um, one of the things I'm most excited about are the workshops that will be on the app. And this is kind of where you, it takes the idea of viewing and watching to the next level where it's like, Hey, I want to learn and then go do. And so a lot of these workshops, whether that be gardening, design, cooking, business, um, people will be able to watch and then there'll be kind of a, a way for you to then say, now go do this. So it's not only just watching people do things and live out their dreams. It's also hopefully a nice 
um, launching pad for individuals who are interested in whatever it is that they're seeking out. So excited about the workshops. I feel like that's going to be a really interactive thing. And I just feel like there's just going to be a sense of community when people get on the app, mm -hmm. like that they feel like they're a part of the family. Um, and then a lot of behind the scenes things that you can't you know, put on the linear side or that you may not see on, you know, the, the full streaming side. So I just feel like it's going to be when you step into the app, it will feel almost like when you're here at the silos where you step in and you mm -hmm. feel it and hopefully you leave inspired. I love that. And you mentioned there's a shopping element to it. So you guys are getting into e-commerce. So we have our, our e-com, we have magnolia.com now that is our full retail site. So that will just be extended over to that. Integrated. Yeah. That's great. I'd love, you know, I'd love to take a step back and talk with you about your brand building journey. Um, you started your business in 2003. You got cast for Fixer Upper, I think around 2013. At what point in your road did you start to think that we have a brand with a capital B on our hands? Gosh, I still wonder. I mean, even to <laughs> I this know. day, I feel like uh, we're we, we feel like there are people right at our heels and we're, I don't know, we're, we're oddly competitive in one way. And then we're, we're scared to death that, that, that it's all going to uh, have been just a, a big okay. dream, you know, and you're going to wake up and we're going to be back where we started. And, and uh, there'll be some local banker knocking at our door, uh, trying to get uh, payments for mortgages or whatever. But so I, I think there's some element of that, that that really compels Joe and I forward. I think we're we're highly competitive. Um, we want to do great things. And I will say that every time an opportunity to step onto a platform, and the first platform that came obviously was Fixer, but then second to that was the magazine pretty closely thereafter. And I remember watching Joe, she fell in love with the process of owning and operating and being the editor in chief of a magazine. And to watch her, and AP kind of alluded to this earlier, but highlight other individuals and tell stories in a really comprehensive way. And then this is the thing that really uh, adds jet fuel to the engine is on the backside of that, you'll hear people who say, I was encouraged and I was, in, I was motivated and I was inspired by that story that you shared. And obviously when, when David Zasloff rolled into town and kind of expressed a similar vision as it related to linear network at the time, uh, Joe and I's eyes got really big because we just knew that the, the power that Fixer Upper had back in its in its day was just this opportunity for us to really share our experiences with the world, and then to hear people who who were in hospital beds that felt encouraged by by that show and the time that they were able to spend with us. And then obviously we've had countless people come to Waco, Texas, and see the silos or see us here in Waco, and and just I, I think that there's just some sort of uh, evolution that occurs that is just really fulfilling to Joe and I both. And we just really proud of, of this, this opportunity and, and excited that, that, that what we can do can potentially change the world. And, and when we say that, at least from Joe and I's perspective, we mean that, that we want people to leave encouraged and inspired and hopeful. And uh, uh, I, I think that that will, will be why people uh, uh, engage in this network and this app and, and all of the things that we have laid out in the future. Joe, you, you have so many plates spinning. You know, we mentioned the line at Target, a network, an app, shows, children's books. Um, when you think about launching a new show or a product, what criteria do you weigh it against? 
Um, and, and how do you keep it all feeling connected and intentional? Yeah, well, we have an amazing team that I feel like helps like make sure that there's a thread running through everything. But I would, mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's a lot of this like gut instinct thing. And even earlier when you were talking about brand, you know, even internally, we don't really say brand. We don't we don't think how are we going to build this brand or how are we going to. I think we always go back to people. Like, what do we want people to feel when they experience the brand? What do we want them to leave feeling? What do we want them to be inspired by? And anytime I think that's kind of the purpose and and the point that helps us make better decisions. So I feel like with anything, like you're saying, what plates I'm spinning and what we decide to say yes to, I think a lot of it is gut instinct and the why behind it and the intention. And when it feels like it's on the mark and it feels like where we're headed, which Mm -hmm. is hopefully inspiring people, loving what we're doing, telling other people's stories. Um, you know, and for Chip and I both, I feel like we're, we're on the same page more often than not when it comes to talent or stories, or, you know, it's just like, it feels like this connection that we get to do this together with Allison, like all of it. I just feel like when we say yes to something is because we all feel in our guts, this is the next thing Mm -hmm. let's move forward with it. And Allison, I want to ask you about the future. So right now we're in this moment where everyone is really focused on the home and home improvement, making their surroundings feel comfortable. Everyone's also streaming a lot. What's your outlook on the staying power of those trends? The staying power of uh, like streaming or sorry, I just, Uh, I guess the, you know, the, the staying power of, do you feel like even after we come out of the pandemic, is there still really high interest in streaming and also high interest in the home? I I do think so. And, you know, I think you can look um, historically and I think there are themes that resonate throughout the ages and family, home, um, food, garden, like the, what we're talking about are people and the journeys that they go on. And that's, um, that's irrespective of the moment in which it's happening. Um, and while I think you can look in a very literal way, what are our topics, home, food, garden, you know, I think often of something Chip recently said, he said the real undercurrent to our content is a sense of risk and vulnerability. And I think that actually is a better description for who we are than any kind of concrete single word. And that's not about a moment in time. That's not about a trend. Um, You know, there for as challenging as this year has been, there are some remarkable stories of resilience that have come out from that, that I think will only make our network richer for those stories and to be able to share them. So I really think of what we're doing as both platform agnostic, but also as timeless. Mm, I love that building, not just for the moment, but really for the long haul. Chip and Joanna, before I let you go, I have to tell you that we've had many celebrities on our stage at Adweek, and I have never received so many um, excited messages from staff members. (laughs) from my mom about you two joining us today. And if you're game, I would love to give you a few rapid fire questions from my colleagues to close us out. Sound good? Of course. You better have one with your mom's uh, question in there. (laughs) Don't leave her out. I want to hear what she had to say. So I have to warn you, my my coworkers asked the tough questions. Number one, Mm -hmm. is shiplap really out? 
Oh. <laughs> like out of style? Yeah. Oh, I'm I, not not at the Gaines household. I can tell you no way, Jose. I uh, I think shiplap <laughs> is here to stay. I think it's like subway tile. I love I'm that sure, you're answering. I'm sure it'll have some <laughs> like ups that. and downs. What do you mean? Well, like you're no, going to answer. No, I'm going to answer it too. But yeah. I love that you know. I do I know. Really like I do that. know. Subway tile does not go out of style and either does shiplap. No, and I think what's fun about shiplap is reinventing it in new ways so that it doesn't feel so typical in this just one job genre or this one look. Um, and I'm having a lot of fun with that even now in our designs. Like how do you reinvent shiplap? So it's kind of new and fresh, but I feel like anything that's been around for more than a hundred years, what they built homes with, that kind of stuff will never go out of style. I love that. You heard it here first. Joanna, are you a self-taught cook? Um, yes, I'm still very much learning <laughs> every day on the cooking show. I'm like, wow, this is like culinary school. I'm like learning stuff really quick and I'm having so much fun. She is having so much fun. But I do have a dream to go to culinary school one day, maybe in the summer, take sure. the kids, we'll travel, just try it out. Chip, this may or may not be from my mom. When are you cutting your hair again? Oh, well, listen to this. And I'm, I appreciate the platform to, to talk about this because this has become quite the, the controversy. And my mom included is like, son, I raised you better than this, you know, quote unquote. But I like to grow my hair and then we'll go to St. Jude and I'll uh, have all these folks that are so adamant about me cutting my hair. And the more money that we raise, the shorter it goes. And the last time I went, they basically took a what was like a military shear, you know, and so it wasn't bald like a razor, but it was bald like about as low as you could go on a on a shear. And so I'm going to do that again. So tell your mother that very soon we will raise a hopefully a bundle of money for for the wonderful kids at St. Jude and I will go back to my normal not so long uh, uh, locks. I love it. And last question, how are the silos doing and do you anticipate expanding your physical footprint? Yeah, the silos are doing great. I mean, even uh, as the pandemic obviously created ma massive chaos for people in our industry all over the world, the restaurant was closed down, the bakery was closed down, the grounds were closed down for a period, but sort of like the, the circumstances we have with the with the uh, production company, we now have, have opened back up and we've got rules and regulations that everybody has to abide by as they come and go, but but so far the, the energy is definitely starting to, to uh, regain uh, its momentum. And uh, uh, we have recently just done uh, a pretty significant uh, expansion. We added a little wiffle ball field, which was an old uh, stadium that used to exist here in Waco where Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig, some of the greatest players to ever play the game, actually came through Waco, Texas of all places and played baseball here in our own backyard. So we've got a little uh, mini miniature version of that field. And then we did a beautiful church renovation and we relocated it to the silo. So we've done a pretty significant renovation. Joe's got a furniture uh, uh, shop there. And of course, all the basics that you would have come to expect with the bakery and the, and the, and the shop itself. But as far as like what the future holds with the silos, we so far have been really uh, thankful that people were so interested in making the trek here to Waco, Texas, because for Joe and I, this is really where it all started and probably where it will all end. And so uh, we, we like the idea of it being a, a Waco destination, uh, at least for the short term. 
Love that. Thank you all so much. We are out of time. I wish we could talk more because I have many more questions to ask. But Chip and Joanna, I appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Allison, I appreciate your insights as well. And I just wish you all lots of luck as you keep rolling forward uh, with this brand and with this network. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Adweek Presents, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by me, Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Ahrens and John Heil, and edited by Lane McGibbony at Boutwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all of Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay up to date on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.